Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Everybody and welcome to the Kachat. It's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, "Hey, what's up with cars?" I'm Lucas Southworth, and I've been John Bishop. But I think now I shall go by Tato. Oh, like potato, or like potato? Oh, from Lord of the Rings. Yes. So what happened there? If I, I, I'm, I I'm just uh, guessing. watched Lord of the Rings. Okay. That's what we were supposed to do with this episode, right? What I'm guessing has actually happened is I stole your punchline, so you came up with another one on the fly, and it was a Lord of the Rings reference. The punchline was supposed to be say it different, but then I didn't actually realize how you would say potato differently. Yeah. I mean, potato, but I said tato, so I said the part that like you would say differently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, anyway, we've made it to the end of Cars on the Road, folks. We're, this week we're talking about the final episode of Cars on the Road entitled Getting Hitched, where we finally meet Mater's sister. And that's about all that happens. All right. My question for you, Lucas. Yeah. Are they twins? I mean... They refer to each other as baby brother and big sister, which doesn't preclude twins. Uh, could one be could like be a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It... My th- the thing is, if she's the big sister and yeah. they're extremely competitive, I'm just going to say something and it's rude. I know that. But that's just kind of sad. How so? Well, uh, typically... Uh, being competitive comes from having some sort of uh, need to show that you're just as good, if not better, and tends to be that if you're a like older sibling, that you just win the competitions because you're bigger, better, faster, stronger way earlier. So like for an older sibling to be just as competitive with a younger sibling doesn't make sense, typically. Because typically the older sibling has the confidence of, oh, well, I've always won. So, I mean, unless unless you're going with the classic, oh, it's because the older sibling has failed to succeed. But clearly that is not the case here. Yeah. Because uh, they're a wealthy family and success means nothing to them. <laughs> True. Uh, but then she gets all over Mater for being, you know, having no ambition. Which is mm-hmm. a sort of weird, sort of weird turnaround there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're twins. Let's say that. All right. <laughs> Seems fun enough. John, give me a rundown of what happened in this episode for the 
most of you who didn't watch it, I gotta imagine. Uh, well, they are about to arrive, and uh, I think Mater gets a small case of the yips. Yeah. And uh, they're like, what's going on? And he's like, something happens to me. And then Lightning's like, what? And then they meet good old uh, Cruz Ramirez, who, uh, in the most memeable fashion ever, uh, you know how people complain about something called a Mary Sue, which is basically a Superman, except a woman, so it's a bad thing all of a sudden? Uh, well, she has become whole hog in that, and I'm here for it, because I wasn't before, but I am now. Uh, she is now a master of everything and she has done and can do anything and everything and not just better than you, better than people who do it for a living. Uh, she has mastered all the skills and that is relevant later on in the episode. You (laughs) meet the sister, they have the same name. That's something. Mater thinks they look the same. That's something else. Yeah. Even worse, what if they do in some sort of car way? That that was something I was going to bring up later. Yeah, for sure. Because no one like seems like no one scoffs or anything when he says it. Uh, But hey, maybe it's just Mater being Mater. Yeah. Uh, So that's something. But then they start talking and she's like seeming like, oh, she seems nice. And then she does a passive aggressive she says one thing and then all of a sudden they're doing all the competitions and then she like wins 51 to 49 or 50. And uh, that's just cripplingly sad for him. And then it also is an episode about how lightning needs to learn to enjoy the little things and I don't know, live life, not just fly by. So cars one again. Yeah. It's it's Cars 1, except this one's got a wedding in it. Yeah. And a twin? Potentially. And Mater does a speech at the wedding as his, as his speech from the president, the, the movie episode, and then mm-hmm. they decide to drive home. Now, one thing I think might have made the show slash episode make a little bit more sense is if instead of meeting Cruz... They had met, oh, uh, shoot, can't remember her name. Ivy? Ivy. Yeah. It's, her name wasn't Moss. I just got to remember that. See, uh, I always yeah. go, uh, now there's one I always think it is, and now I can't remember what it is. So this is a bad segue I've gone on. So go ahead. Uh, but yeah, then if she had been the person instead, it would also make sense with the O. Anywhere she goes, she succeeds. Uh, thing that Ivy has going for her yeah. and also uh, would have made more sense just like connective tissue wise of oh this is a series you meet the same few characters over and over again yeah like I don't know and it's been a minute since I've seen Cars 3 have Major and Cruz met <laughs> I mean o- on screen at least yes I don't know if they've like introduced themselves but they were at the same racing event and next to each other at one point. They've been in the same shot before, at the very yeah, least. They've been in the same shot before, uh, but that may be it. Yeah, that just felt a little off to me for them to be 
so excited about being sort of family to each other. Yeah. Uh, like it makes sense for both of their characters mm-hmm. to be excited to like grow their family and just be generally excitable. Very but, excitable people. Yeah. But yeah, it just felt weird that they were like, oh yeah, the good friends, Major and Cruz. And I thought, eh, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess it, oh, you're yeah. saying it. You're the you show. Know. So this thing that is definitely well established. Okay, where do we want to start here, John? Do we want to start on the confusing genetics of the Cars world? Do we want to go into the competitions? Do we want to talk about the fact that Mater definitely burst a light bulb with his mind? Um, um, well, uh, it seems like in the order you have presented it is good. But let's talk about how how does Cruz Ramirez have the time? How does she do it? Oh, how does she have it all? Yeah, because I, that's what I want. I want to be able to do everything. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I guess it's, she only says that she started the charity, the racing school, and learned French during the off season, which is still a lot. But maybe all the other stuff happened before. Mm-hmm. Still a lot to get done just in your life. I mean, if it's similar to my situation... It's you think that there is a a thing that you're able to do and you think that's not what I want to do, but I guess I'll just do the responsible thing instead. So you learn a little bit of all these other things like, say, engineering or a little bit of psychology. And you're like, okay, I could do this. I could do this. And then you since you want to be an actor, just throwing something out there, you think, well, one of the reasons I want to be an actor is because I like the idea of being a little bit of everything. So you try and learn a little bit of everything. So like on your way to becoming a coach of team, you decide, well, I'm going to learn a little bit of everything and then I'm just going to stick with coach and then I'm going to stay there. But I now have a background in all of these things. And then you learn you can be a racer or actor. So you do that. And then you're like, well, what's to stop me from doing everything? Yeah, I mean, the line has been drawn for me. I, I, yeah, I, I think it fits her motivation pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer is money. Money's the thing that's stopping. Yeah, her, her not not me, because <laughs> I'm very successful. John, uh, we we don't have to talk about this, but do you want to talk about the fact that two minutes ago you accidentally texted me? Can you bring me alcohol? Um. Well, you know how I have ADHD. Yes. Uh, I am currently uh, like squishing some modeling clay in my hand. Sure. And it's getting really like dry. So I'm trying to fix that. Yes. Okay. I thought that might be the case, but we are recording at 11 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Uh, Ah, And I was like. You thought it was an Irish breakfast situation. (laughs) I brought it up on the podcast because I had confidence in you that there was another explanation. But if not, I was going to maybe pause the podcast and ask if everything was okay. Yeah, everything is okay. I am not hyperactive, but very inattentive. So I have a thing in my hands to kind of help with that. Cool. Okay. Just wanted to check. Uh, Anyway, back to the podcast. Uh, Yeah, I think... Cruz's hyper ability, uh, hyper goodness at stuff. It works well enough for me. The joke 
runs dry for me after a minute. Like, yeah. I have no problem with it conceptually. Like, I'm but not then like, then it oh. comes back, right? It comes back a little bit, but I don't know. It, it, a lot of the other jokes in this episode work really well for me, actually. Like, this mm-hmm. is one I like a bit more than some of the others. And Cruz's really, I'm trying to th- think of a word for it. Hypercompetence. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, is one that falls flatter than the others for me. True. Uh, Mateo's willingness to just put up with everything is one of my favorite things. I like that one a lot. Uh, He's like, and, oh yeah, I understand what I'm getting into, and I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, they even show it with, uh, he gets it because they have to race to the wedding cake at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say my two favorite jokes are both just weird little lampshades of, man, Cars First doesn't make sense. Of course <laughs> not. Of course the rock paper scissors contest which they uh like it's two jokes in one and both of them are great one of them they're both really hard-headed the other yeah. one they can't change the shape of their tire yeah and we can talk about a little later if it would be even possible for the game to meet do anything else yeah or why they have the game but just as a joke on its own without analyzing it i really loved that one Mm-hmm. the answer would of course be they could just say it yeah yeah okay that works for me but they, they don't still, have I to do love the shake idea their tire of... then <laughs> i mean it's a timing thing there okay sure okay you gotta shake the hands to know your timing because that's how band works mm. and then the other one very similar is their tree climbing competition <laughs> in which we don't get to see it we just see the result and they're stuck in a tree. Yeah, they just smash cut to them being at the top of the tree, which, I don't know, it, it's a fine line for me between like, oh no, I want to see that stuff, and no, it's pretty funny that they don't show us that stuff. It's somewhere between uh, the right choice and cowardly. Yeah, which I'll say, since we've gotten here naturally two cowardly decisions i think they made one more than the other is one they could have shown us mater and mato's parents or at the very least had a line explaining why they weren't there now i have to assume they were there i just think that it was a yeah we don't have time for all of this who are we cutting uh the parents they don't matter that much right and the answer is of course they do what are you talking about but you know yeah executive decisions yeah that would have helped our genetics dis- discussion that's going to happen a little bit later quite a bit to see the parents Absolutely. Uh, uh, and then this is a genuine issue that i have with the just plotting of the episode is that they have this conflict between uh mato and mater grow and grow and grow and grow and then they just have Cruz say uh did i say i'm a family counselor and then they just resolve the conflict off screen. Yeah, we don't need to see that. We just need to know that counseling occurred. Yeah. Conflict into conflict resolution is one of the biggest reasons stories exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever. What do I know? <laughs> Not that much, actually. But that is my biggest issue with this episode, is that the conflict resolves entirely off screen. I mean, what, what are you going to do at that point? 
I mean, it, it comes down to the thing we've said a hundred times. If they had made this like a real TV show instead of half making a TV show, mm-hmm. maybe they would have had time for it. <laughs> See, that's the it's the quibby of it all is they didn't want to make just shorts, but they didn't have enough time to make a show. Yeah, but then they made a show anyway. <laughs> yep, they made a show, and it's just quibby length show, and it's a little too short. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll get into that a bit more at the end, when I imagine we'll do a larger discussion of just our thoughts on the whole series as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. <clears throat> so let's get let's get down to the issue. I would do they to... look alike? Yeah, this is this is difficult. This is challenging. Uh... Yeah, like looking into a mirror, ain't it? No, obviously not. What? Okay. Things that look the same on them. They are both car. Important. Uh, Incorrect. One of them is a truck. Okay, true. Mato has a slight gap in her teeth that sort of harkens to Mater's whole teeth deal. Mm -hmm. Mato is blue in the same color that Mater was before he rusted. Yeah. And we now know that rusting, even if we exclude God King Mater from the discussion, uh, was a choice. Seemingly, yeah. As uh, he could have just like not, because he could afford to get all that cleaned up. But no, he likes it. He likes the rust. He likes the scruff. It's great. Yeah, yeah, seemingly. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible they look alike. But it really reads as more of just a Mater weird thing to say. Because mm-hmm. there are some, those just of those things I mentioned, that are, I guess, family resemblances, but not really. It looked like two different vehicles, very much so. I, d- I don't know. It's... I got nothing. Like, they don't look anything alike he says like looking into a mirror and then nothing is said about it and that's super weird yeah i think it was definitely intended as a joke yes uh but which kind of joke is it a joke about how obviously they don't look like that or is it a joke on us the audience who has to like be confused was it like a ha 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 you'll never know I mean, I guess it could be the second one, but in all reality, I think it was just a Mater being clueless thing. Yeah, probably. But I do want to talk about why they don't look anything alike. And like, siblings can look very different. But one of them is a car and one of them is a tow truck. And like, mm-hmm. can they look that different? <laughs> Well, Assuming they they there isn't any adoption or step parenting that was or half sibling like sometimes uh, they make that sort of joke and the joke is well of course they don't one of them's adopted or something like that I don't think that's what they're doing but then again there is an interesting thing you remember uh, Hunter. I won't say the last name for uh, so we don't dox them. Yeah. But uh, 
we knew a hunter. Uh, and he looks very much like his father, who is not biologically his father. And that's bizarre to me, because he looks somehow more like his father than his brother, his younger brother, who that is his biological father. And that wigged me out when I found out. I didn't realize that that was the case with them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy to me that they, like look that much alike and it's not a biological it's awesome yeah because like there's the whole nature versus nurture thing and sometimes nurture can resemble nature yeah yeah that's really interesting actually i had no idea about that yeah it's super weird and i love it but what does that tell us about uh major and tomato uh it it could mean that yes, we are actually right. Uh, one of them is adopted, and there's like a paint job situation or something, and like there is a resemblance, but it's a a nurture resemblance. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that there is an argument to be made of squishy bit. Mm. Perhaps. Yeah. The shape of the vehicles is similar because she does look like she could be converted into a truck. Like maybe it's a, Oh yeah. The shape of us is similar. Like looking into a mirror, right? No, but sure. Okay. So I see what you're saying. She's a sort of bulkier car. Yeah. Like a bulkier coupe, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I just used coupe, right? But let's, you didn't. Yeah. Didn't seem, didn't feel right. Uh, uh, coupe is a vehicle with uh, two doors and bulkier sedan. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so I see what you're saying in the general shape. So are, are you are you saying that like if if we take squishy bit, uh, the squishy bit is the only thing influenced by genetics, and then you know they choose what their outer shell is entirely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like, get behind that. I could easily see biological siblings where one of them is a plane and the other one is a car. Yeah, okay. I could see there being some nonsense in the Cars verse about having to be born a certain way to be a plane or a boat or a car like that you maybe can't hop. Mm-hmm. But I could also see it being the entire opposite. Like, just eh, why? Why would it be? You can just change. We've yeah. we've shown it that you can do that. So why mm-hmm. not? We've had someone make a joke about his. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, Unicization when he had his crop hopper or crop duster removed. Ah yes, yeah like. Oh, clearly it's a joke about his genitalia being removed and he can put it back on when he wants. But like, that's crazy because it's not a a reversible like vasectomy situation where you just undo the tube tying. No, you you had that taken off and you're going to put it back on. It's clearly extremely mechanical. I'm I'm trying to remember in the movie planes 
Are there two planes that they imply were conjoined twins at some point? Yes. Okay. I don't know if their names are Hans and Franz, but we can call them that. And it's uh, Blade Rippers 2. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ned and Zed from Ned Planes. And Zed. Okay, so not Hans and Franz, but the, the same joke. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I want to see if if that's like a fact or like a rumor about them, you know? I'm gonna... I think it was a rumor because I think it was uh, El Choup that made the thing. He's like, I heard that they were once one plane. Yeah, you can't really trust anything that El Chupacabra says. Mm -hmm. Especially not, my name is El Chupacabra. Yeah, true. Because we don't even know that goats are a thing. But they'd have to, we can't get into that right now. Uh, (laughs) uh, So yeah, I just, that feels like if they were joined at like the wing then that throws our genetics talk right in the, out the window to me. But if their squishy bits were joined, that's a different story. That still works. Well, what if the squishy bit cannot like survive in open air? So since their squishy bits were connected, mm. they had to be connected at the wing. Yeah, okay. Seems weird that the squishy bit would go into the wing. Yeah. Period. But It's a very thin fiber. Yeah. They just need a little bit of it. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. I could live with that, but I think if if A, it is a confirmed thing that they were conjoined, and B, it was that they were conjoined mechanically, which I doubt the Carsverse would imply that their squishy bits were conjoined. Uh, uh, they're not birth. brave enough to just say that outright. Yeah, so... That that's the only wrench I could see thrown into our genetic stock we just had, but I do like where we went with it. Rory's trying to turn off my computer right now. Well, I'll be honest, John. I w- I hope he doesn't succeed. Uh, I think I've managed to dissuade him, but he has disappeared from my line of sight. There he is. Okay, he's going the other direction. Nice. I don't think we need to spend any time on it, but I think we do just have one of our most in canon mater has powers moments in this episode that i've already mentioned yeah he does pull a oh shoot i don't know why but first thought was madonna (laughs) matilda okay yeah he does pull a matilda of like oh everything's going crazy except it's not nearly as crazy like things aren't flying around the room it is just oh he causes a electromagnetic surge that bursts a bulb and Which it's is, just because he's frustrated and he loses control of his powers. Yeah, like, I don't know why they would include that shot, <laughs> if not to imply Mater has some sort of psychic abilities. Well, the, the reason is co- a comedy. Yeah. But also... It certainly implies Mater has psychic abilities, whether it's comedic or not, though. Yeah, they... Like, they listen to this podcast. They know they can't just do that to us. True, true. So, does he have psychic powers? Yes. Confirmed canonical psychic powers. Now, here's my concern. Yeah. Is it because he's rich? Oh. I don't know where you're going, but I'm excited to find out. (laughs) There is this weird thing 
that like I talked about it last episode. Uh, boy, howdy, do people seem to think there's something special about rich people? Yeah. People think that if you are wealthy, it's because you deserve to be wealthy because you're a more capable person. No, people are sometimes just given loads of money. Some people are born into wealth. Some people just get lucky. Some people work hard and then take advantage of people and then get more money because they're more willing to take advantage of more people. And yeah, you could say that's intelligence or lack of empathy, whichever one you want. I know which one I choose, yeah. uh, but hey, to each their own, or maybe not. To each, maybe someone like Elon Musk is going to take it. Yeah. But I'm worried that as a very a well-off company full of well-off individuals and writers who sometimes will make uh, messages that are pretty like left, like, oh, maybe we should care about the environment before it's all ruined. Maybe we should care about people. Maybe everyone's okay and we should accept and love everyone. Maybe also, though, rich people are cool. Because that's a big Disney thing. I don't know if you know this, but they have this whole thing about, like, royalty makes you better. Yeah, I would push back just a little bit. Not a lot, to be clear. They have a few exceptions. Yeah, like and a Aladdin. few story- Aladdin yeah. is a guy who isn't royal, who is a diamond in the rough. And unfortunately, the message there is that the rough means is poor. Yeah, no, that's not great. I, I would argue they have a few examples of like people, you know, rising above their station and whatnot, but still their station's not great. So I'm not going to push back a ton just the tiniest amount. I'm not going to sit here and defend, you know, Corpo Disney mm-hmm. too much. Oh, that was the pushback. Okay. That, yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> uh, well, in response to that pushback, I will. Uh, oh, shoot. I had a great thing. Oh, it was just a completely. It was about Aladdin. So Aladdin, his name is super interesting when I watched a little video, I think it was on TikTok about it. And it was like, okay, or maybe it was just a TikTok video, uh, but it was like, so Prince Ali, fabulous. He Ali Ababa. Yes. And then he explained what the actual name would be. And I can't pronounce it because I am a fool and I don't remember it well enough. And also it's not a language I know. So I would butcher it anyway. Sure. But basically Uh, It went into the fact that his father was like the king of thieves. And then it was like, oh, Ababwa or something along that line is like, oh, he is the son of this religious official who would not be allowed to have a son. So he gave him up to his friend who is the king of thieves. And it's like this deep history of, oh, if you look into it, even in his naming convention in the Disney movie, he is secretly a child of a higher up official. Mm. So even in the diamond in the rough, he's not a diamond in the rough because he's uh, just a capable guy who happens to be poor. No, he is actually secretly not poor because everything is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. That seems like a lot of work to get to that. I'll say that, I'm not 
a hundred percent willing to believe was intentional. I but... mean, to include the details they did in calling him Ali Ababwa, it like specifically makes it clear that there is some intention of throwing this uh, history in there. Ababwa is the the fake country he's from, though, isn't it? Yes, but his name and title given in that song mm-hmm. are the history. If you like break down the language because his name isn't actually aladdin it's like aluduin or something but when you like break down the language it's very fascinating okay i'll take your word for it i won't take the tiktok's word for it though how about oh that? you if you take one of our words take the tiktok's word i would recommend finding it and like the guy is clearly an expert no it's yeah i'll say t- i'm taking your word that it's interesting I'm not taking the TikTok's word that it was definitely intentional. Okay. Uh, though I'm sure it's still very interesting and potentially, I don't know. I mean, even Mulan, when you get into the history of Mulan, like, I believe she was like the pirate queen at some point, or maybe that was a mixed in mythology. Everything about it is, oh yeah, even the non-royals are royal in some fashion. Yeah. There's no such thing as being... Just a dude who is awesome. Uh, have you seen Encanto? You you remember my reaction of being shocked that it was just a Disney joint, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense to me of like, oh, they did one where it was like normal people, except the thing is, they're not normal. They're gifted with magic. She's not, though. Her magic is the connection with the miracle. As yeah, her name yeah. implies. Her name is super close to being Miracle. Yeah, uh, no, I don't care. But Cars, anyway, uh, I do want to talk about how does it change Mater knowing that he came from ultra wealth? Does it at all? It makes me... Man, <clears throat> it gives me real... Um, white savior vibes he's the man of the people who cares about everyone and has always been there for the rusty cars and the the lemons but also he comes from extravagant wealth and privilege and is the message that he just chose that because he realized everything was bad or is it something far worse of like oh because he's a dummy he couldn't be rich. Yeah, it's sort of like a lot of the point of Lightning and Mater's friendship being important in the first Cars movie is Lightning befriends, for lack of a better word, a nobody. A, like, an extremely underserved community, an underprivileged individual who just doesn't get it because there's nothing like special or good about the situation he's in, the job he does, the, yeah. everything about it. Yeah, and like... That was the thing. Th- there is no benefit to Lightning to being friends with him. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like it doesn't push his career further. Uh, he's not someone who, like, uh, gives him a bunch of connections. Uh, he's not someone who can help him, like, learn to be better. Like, m- him befriending Mater is more important than him befriending Doc or Sally. You know, mm-hmm. because one of them, it's, oh, the respect of a guy who does the thing that I do 
And the other one is, oh, this uh, person who came from a place of privilege who had to learn to uh, accept that privilege isn't all it's cracked up to be. And then there's Mater, the the guy who's just from this town and is just a real cool dude. Nope, he's secretly a rich man. Yeah, it doesn't like fully ruin it because like Mater's still Mater, you know, but like, I don't know. It does undercut it a little bit for me. And I want to make a big point. I am not against being well off. I am against extravagant wealth. Yeah. And owning your own family manor and having just dozens of servants and all that jazz. That's too much for me. Yeah. He seems to be American royalty somehow. Which, and don't get me wrong, I get the joke. It was like a funny reveal that Mater is actually super rich, I guess. And that, that's all they were going for. They they weren't, I don't think, thinking about the larger story of Mater as a character. Uh, but They don't I, have as uh, strong of feelings about, oh, the rich are a bad thing to exist. Yes, also that. <laughs> but I don't know, it just felt a little off to me when I sat with it for a minute. Yeah, agreed and same. Yeah. Is there anything, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to the wedding scenes. Is there anything they reveal about how a car's wedding is different than a human wedding? Or is it pretty much just, you know, what you'd expect? It was pretty much what you'd expect. Yeah. And boy, howdy. With my wedding, I did not encounter this. But are, like, officiants really finicky? Usually? Because I watched... Oh, well, Liz rewatched uh, How I Met Your Mother, and I watched some of it, and... That officiant was super finicky, and then he died. And uh, this officiant is just so mad that he's had to wait, like, maybe 30 minutes for them to compete in a bunch of things. I don't know. It was probably more than 30 minutes, given they did 100 individual competitions. But I get what you're saying. But also, like, consider the length of those competitions. One of them was them saying rock back and forth for a bit. One of them is they appeared at the top of a tree. True enough. I guess it's implied to me that uh, he's sort of dressed like a man of the church to me, even though he's a car. Mm-hmm. So, and them being, you know, high up in society, he's probably an important man of the church. So I guess that could be part of it. He sees himself as above these petty little feuds and above having to wait forever to get this done because he's an important man maybe Mm -hmm. okay but i no i don't think that's just a thing about efficiency i for liz and i's wedding we're almost certainly going to ask a friend of ours so i don't think it's that oh one thing i did notice and uh, this may be wrong but did it seem like all of the wedding guests who weren't cruise uh lightning mater and i guess motto were they all neutral toned cars? Like black, white, gray, or tan? I did notice that uh, the officiant was like black, silver, white, mostly black, like looked like an officiant. He was, uh, Mateo was definitely like wearing a suit. Yeah. If you could wear a suit. Sure. I don't know if everyone else was wearing neutral colors. 
they were. I know that there was like a couple or not couple, but uh, two people flirting and one was like silver and one was black. I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure almost everyone was one of those colors. Yeah, which, it seems like a yeah they were wearing appropriate yeah. clothing, which isn't crazy. I mean, we know that cars can swap paint jobs, but it's it's very interesting to me still that they would get presumably get these paint jobs for the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, or I don't know, maybe they just asked a bunch of people. It could be a coincidence, but I think the implication is that they got the paint jobs specifically for the wedding. What do you think? were some of those competitions because what we saw were ridiculous, but like, I don't know. A hundred like, competitions is so many. <laughs> it is. And we know they range from uh, physical feats to just shouting out the same word over and over again to finding, I guess, every single alphabetical letter on license plates which seems crazy because most of them are going to be from the same place, right? You would think, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they're from a very, very uh, strange collective of places that have all manner of uh, names. Not likely. Yeah, but I'm, I guess if you're ultra rich, that makes it more likely that you'd have connections all over the country. True, true. And like... Mater probably has a different license plate. I remember in our like overview episode, you wanted to talk about a little bit what it means that if we assume Mater is a god, As what does should. it mean? Yes, absolutely. What does it mean <laughs> that Mato beats him at all these competitions? Well, as we saw early on, uh, Mato brings out something in him causing him to reveal his god powers by causing the electromagnetic surge but do we want to assume that she is in fact a more powerful god or is it just a she is his hancock weakness being Mm. around her somehow negatively affects his powers oh man good hancock reference in the year 2022 uh, I did just watch uh, a pitch meeting for it. It's a weird movie. I won't yeah. even say it's a bad movie. It's a weird movie. Uh, they do some weird things in it. The bad guy is a guy who tried to blow up a bank and then lost his hand. And then the other two bad guys are a guy who had his head shoved up another guy's butt. And the guy whose butt had the head in it. Yeah. And their entire plan is let's shoot him. I didn't say it was a good movie. I just said it's not a bad movie. And I would have to agree with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I do like that idea of perhaps there is something about Mato that simply makes his powers unstable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it ranges from maybe he can't control them, so he knows he can't use them, period which is why she's able to beat him at stuff. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she just takes him away entirely. But, I mean, the fact that she was able to teleport up the tree. Yep, and he also was able to teleport up the tree. That certainly makes you think that maybe she is also one imbued with godlike abilities. Yes. 
which I mean makes sense. Like, if they are uh, related by blood, it would make a certain amount of sense for them both to have these abilities. And if one is able to use them, the other one would then also be able to use them, you would think. And I mean, it's not like Mato beats him at 90 out of the 100. She beats him at 51. They're pretty evenly matched. It's almost like implied that, oh, it's just because for some reason there were 101. Yeah. If there were 102, he would have won the next one. Yeah. Or even just like their powers are so equal that it just comes down to, you know, what aren't their powers, you know, just Mm -hmm. them. And maybe that's what the competitions are. It's, hey, here are things that our powers can't affect for some reason. Or there could just be sort of a gentleman's agreement, like, hey, we're going to do these competitions. Can't use your powers for them. Because, mm-hmm. of course, you can't use your powers. That'd be uh, incredibly dangerous for the people around us. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say Mato's probably also a god. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Now, of the two, which one is Loki and which one is Thor? And I don't mean like actually Loki, actually Thor. I do mean like which one of them is the mischievous troublemaker and which one is the like rightful heir. Because you want to say she's Thor, he's Loki. Yeah. But the whole thing is Loki's the one who wants power and Thor is the one who has to learn to handle it. And... It seems like Mater is on a journey to be a better person by learning about the common man. Yeah. And it seems like uh, Mato is more of just a privileged person who is taking advantage of her station. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, this could all be, you know, I know that Norse mythology doesn't follow the MCU (laughs) exactly, but it's my Uh, touch point. Loki is, in fact, uncle. But, like, this could all be Mater's Thor 1. You know, he's been exiled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Loki has sort of stepped up while he's gone, uh, being Mato. But maybe it's a bit of a turn of he got exiled and said, actually, this is great. I don't want to go back. Yeah, I want to be I, among uh... the people. I would have been super irresponsible. I'm glad someone else is handling this for me. (laughs) All right. I'm into it. I'm into it. Why not? Now, here's an interesting question. Would he have become Mater Ramirez? (laughs) Is that one weird, strong difference in the worlds that we live in versus the one we watch? Okay. The big... The big evidence against that is Mater says that, and Cruz clearly starts to say, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, uh, because that'd be weird. Yeah. And like, say what you will, I'm not saying it'd be weird because uh, our our tradition should be their tradition. I'm saying that's weird because it's a cousin and a sister getting married, not them so their names shouldn't change or could you imagine the chaos if anyone in your family getting married means everyone's name resets 
yeah, that'd be pretty bad, I guess I would call it. Or I guess a slightly less chaotic version could be if there's someone who you decide is like the new head of the family, Mm -hmm. the names reset to that, but it's still weird. (laughs) Now, there is a, a fun little classism thing there where you could be like, oh, it's just that the you assume the head of the family is the rich person. Yeah. Which, would that mean that Mateo is richer than... Because uh, I hope not. Because that's yeah. too much wealth. Yeah, and there is like... Uh, Cruz's whole thing from Cars 3 where she said she had to like save her pennies and it's very much implied if not stated outright that she grew up fairly poor yes so and I mean just because you know one branch of the family tree is well off doesn't mean they all are but you'd hope now, that I Mateo's family would share the wealth a little bit that uh, my wife grew up poor and does in fact have a fairly well-to-do portion of the family uh, that is uh, rich grandparents and fairly well-off everyone on that side. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Whereas I had the weird realization that, like, someone was talking to me and they were talking about inheritances. And then I was like, you know, that's not just a fantasy concept. There are plenty of people who actually, like, like just casual people who will get an inheritance. And I was like, yeah, I don't think about that because even if I do get one, it's not going to be in any way like life altering Mm -hmm. because every member of my family is just kind of middle, middle. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible. Mateo is (laughs) even richer than Mato. But I'd say our evidence is pretty slim, especially because Cruz it's... also calls Mato some eccentric socialite. Like she's not like it's weird that her cousin is mar- marrying her. Yeah. And even to further that, uh, it is being held, of course, at yes. Chateau de Mateau. Yes, of course. <laughs> What do you think they call the Mater Manor? Probably the Mater Manor. I like that a lot. <laughs> well, they can't call it that because the older sibling is uh, Mato. And I don't know if it's like a family tradition to name them after specifically tomatoes in some form or fashion. But I can't think of that many more uh, things to call them. I mean... Do you think Red is a member of the family? No, I haven't followed your logic there. Because tomatoes are red. Yeah, okay, I, I got there. Uh, that was that was it. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I guess what I wanted to get into just a little bit is Mato was born before Mater. Mm-hmm. The joke of Tomater is that when you add toe, it makes like tomato, tomato, mm-hmm. and he is a tow truck. Yeah. So, like, do you think that her parents, their parents, had that realization before they, I don't know, birthed a tow truck? Well, I think it's more of a 
divine comedy of, well, this is my name, so I've decided that my alias shall be Totruck. Either that, or she is secretly a Tawkar. I'm sorry? I don't know. That's that's all I got. Okay. Okay. I, you know, sometimes uh, you say things and I expect them to have meaning, and that's on me. Mm-hmm. That's on me, John. Yep. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about our thoughts and feelings on this episode and the entire series at large? This episode was a light in the darkness the yeah. later half of the series is it's got two good ones and that's trucks and this one. Yeah. Uh, but boy, howdy, this one was much nicer a watch. It wasn't all that interesting lore wise, other than if you include God King Mater, which does occasionally feel like cheating. Uh, but it was nice that they ended on a higher note. It's yeah. sad that they didn't end with something crazy like he meets death sure but you can't meet death every day you know that's those are words i try to live by what Uh, do we say to death not today not today except that one time in which case mater was like eh maybe soon but not (laughs) right now yeah I, i agree with the general sentiment it's not like perfect it's almost certainly not my favorite episode of it but I don't know. It has a story that works for the most part. Uh, I still don't love that the resolution to the conflict was just sort of hand waved away, but it, it was fun. It was character driven and it, it was nice to watch. It felt good compared to especially some of these others that were a bit of a chore. Now uh, think about it this way. The episode could have been, yeah, my sister and I have been having troubles. Well, actually, I've I've been uh, licensed as a family therapist or counselor. Oh, and then the rest of the episode is, you know, when we were growing up, you were just kind of hard on me. And I don't I don't want to say that I resented you for it, but it was hard to exist in a world uh, that was just kind of underneath your shadow and just that heavy tone the entire time. I can't decide if I would have loved that or if it would have been the worst thing committed to film Cars has ever done. But I think I would have loved it. <laughs> I think it would have, I would have been incredulous the entire time that they had these talking cars and just had them sitting still talking about their feelings for 10 minutes. Uh, yep. And even better and worse, they could have just like gone to a still shot of someone who wasn't talking every time and that's the whole thing it's just a few jpegs of them and you hear people talking yeah and i'm not when i say i don't love that they resolved it off screen i'm not saying i necessarily wanted what john is describing but just you know a bit more a bit of like it would have been nice to, instead of them come out of the therapy session and say that they admired things about each other, it would have been nice for them to like have been said in the heat of the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. That's all I want. But I still really like this one. Uh, maybe like a six or a seven. I'll say seven. Watch-wise, yeah. 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 Lore-wise, I agree that it's not nothing super crazy. I mean, the reveal of Mater being rich is something... 
some concrete evidence for God King is something, but other than that, you know, yeah, I give it like a three, maybe four at the most. If we go hard in the God King Mater has a uh, adversary sister, yeah, then I'd say six. If we go for oh, it's just a wedding and they might be twins, but not twins. And also naming conventions could be weird. I could say uh, maybe a five. That's fair. Now, on to just the series as a whole, John. Just general thoughts about it. Did it need to happen? <laughs> I have some, just right off the bat, probably not. Uh, I'm glad it did for our podcast. But, In the sense that, like, nothing needs to yeah. happen. Of course not. But in the sense that uh, it's, we've been just uh, in a desert looking for another drink of cars. I think this was a good thing to happen. Yeah, I, I don't know that it, I don't know, added a lot of artistic worth to the world or whatever. But I don't know that it was setting out to. It was almost certainly setting out to give children things to watch on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I do love me a good uh, let's make sure that they know ghosts are real. Yeah, like going back to the beginning of the series, if they had just kept up the the high stakes, high energy of the first three episodes the entire time, great. Would have been 100% behind it. And would have been saying, like, yes, this did add a lot to the world just because, I don't know, there's something fun about having a silly series about, I don't know, Cars is wild. That's what we, that's our show. Mm-hmm. Cars is crazy, man. And uh, here's some crazy cars. But it does get bogged down a lot in the middle and the end. Mm-hmm. It would have been, it, 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 I, it's what we've come back to every time. It, feels weird it feels like a show made of shorts that aren't quite shorts or episodes Mm -hmm. it's Uh, in a very in-between land and that certainly could have been better but i don't know the fact that mater met met the grim reaper is something that is just gonna carry me for a while you know like it's pretty amazing when it comes down to it you can discount mater's tall tales you know you can sort of discount, you can't really discount uh, Stanley's ghost at the end of Radiator Springs 500 and a half, I guess. Yeah. But this is like the biggest thing that's done the wildest stuff. And yeah. that's pretty cool for me. This is the most like official, yeah, this is real. You're going to have to just cope with that. Especially after coming on the heels, not the heels, it's been quite a while since Cars 2 or 3 but the most grounded of all all of the car stuff yeah, uh, yeah. that gets to the point in Cars 3 where it's a, a bit of a chore at times where you're like, okay, we're having, we, we could have a bit more fun with the fact that they're talking cars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, to, to have it, this come after it is nice. It goes from, haha, goofy cars movie where a guy needs to learn to be a decent human to... Super spy adventure where the comedic relief is the lead to 
yeah, the inevitable hands of time will take us all at some point, and we need to learn how to accept that while also accepting that it's okay for us to keep doing the things we love. To <laughs> this dude died and he met death, but he was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. So on a whole, I would say I liked it and that I'm glad it exists. I don't know that I would have. No, I know. If I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't have watched it. And if I had, I would have said, eh, I don't, I, I'm not happy that I watched this. But since I do the podcast, I am. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, we did it. We got through cars on the road. We done did the thing. Sorry, we haven't, uh, done an episode in a month, three weeks, four weeks. Yep. (laughs) That's mostly, if not entirely on me. If I'm remembering each week we've skipped. Yeah. There was one where I couldn't do it a specific day, and it was a, oh, well, every other day doesn't work, so I was at least somewhat at fault that week. Hell yeah, not all on me. So an exact 50-50 split is what John and I have decided on. That uh, feels like something. <laughs> all right, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh We have had so much fun with Cars on the Road, and I hope y'all have as well. Uh, If you have any final thoughts on the series, if you uh, noticed anything that we didn't, or if you're just like, no, I just kind of want to tell you how I felt artistically about Cars on the Road. Seems strange, but we would love to hear it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's what we just did. (laughs) Uh, That's our thing. Yeah. And you can send those thoughts and questions and feelings to our email, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or you can tweet them at us or DM us on Twitter. Uh, our at is at thekachat. No hyphen in there. Now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Tiny robots are